skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to the East London versus Southern Suburbs version <laughs> of the pod. Today, we will have a face-off to see <laughs> whose stories about where they respectively spent the weekend are crazier. Get ready. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Hello, Sad. You look, you look so glowing today. Just throwing her off with a bit of flattery. Oh, thank you. I just got back from the beach. Um, so that would explain. Did you hear what I said after that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Nothing that you say so can hurt me anymore. <laughs> How are you doing, Kez? How, how's it going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Actually, I have a bit of a sore throat, but other than that, I'm doing well. Been sleeping yeah, a lot. You're not your, you're not your thunderous self today. <laughs> Build them up to break them down. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, how are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I had this thing this weekend. I have to tell you about. I thought it happened, and I thought, let me get that straight to cares on the pod um, so we went to meet some friends and as as you do they were like okay we're gonna go meet these other friends first of all tell me what you think about this when you go meet someone do you want to know if you're gonna have to meet other people as well yeah definitely okay my friend group, if we do that, we always say, is it okay if I bring so-and-so? You don't just assume. Yeah, but if you say, is it okay, then you have to say, like, the host. You do, but at least you say, at least you know ahead of time then. I would like it if people were meeting me, if they told me who else was there. Usually I just ask, I'm like, who else is going to be there? But on this occasion... um. We we met and then we went to meet somewhere someone else and they were at this event and they were like yeah go help yourself we've got like wine um there's this big tasting menu just go help yourself it's all free mm -hmm. and I was like mm, suspicious right yeah yeah wait is, where uh, was this. It's very London. It was under a railway arch. So the the railway line goes above and under it, someone had built this um, like barbecue pit. It's a cool space. I've been there. Interesting. It's next to our coffee roasters. So I've gone there quite a few times. But so we go in and they serve us wine. Oh my God. And then I go out to see what um, Fran wants. <laughs> and he wanted water <laughs> anyway so I go back in and I'm like can I just have a glass of water and they're very you know they're like oh yeah just over there I go towards the water immediately two different people start heading towards me like in such oh, an aggressive God. manner and I'm like well wait a minute because my radars go out when I see that like oh god these two different people cornered me next to the the top water and 
were like, what are you doing? And like, why are you here? And what? I was like, first of all, I don't want to be here. Honestly, <laughs> I like there was nothing wrong with it, but it was just a bit strange to be in this place and like drinking someone else's wine when I had no idea what was going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Our friends had kind of been like, go over there and drink the wine. Um, so I was like, look, <laughs> I am very happy to go. And they escorted me out. What? So it turns out this event was like a private, like it's very um, quite bougie event where like no. people had paid for tickets. And it was a this wine um, company, you know, all oh very my God. hipster and like elites. And then the food was like, I mean, the food did look really good. They were grilling all this stuff. Yeah, and it was a ticketed event. And so, like, we got, well, I got kicked out. But I don't know why I was the only one who got in trouble because like, five people before me had gone in for wine. Are you serious? <laughs> I was I was just like, look, I am out of here, please. I just left my wine. I left the tap water, and I, I'm like, I was gone. You ran. You ran for the hills. What do you think of that? Is that... I feel That's like so funny. where you're from, they would have just been like, come, take a play. Yeah, probably. But I just don't understand how you got in. Like, weren't they checking tickets? Uh, I, th this is the thing. I think it was quite informal at the beginning. And then okay. when they sat everyone down, that's when, like, the formal part started. Mm. So... I believe that air, that space runs as a restaurant and like people hadn't realized that this was a private event and that's why they mm -hmm. invited us. But it oh. was so funny. It was like But if you heard like free wine, surely you're like um maybe we shouldn't be here, right? It's not that unusual. A lot of galleries will do a free like booze and then if you go and view the stuff but it's oh. as i said i wasn't super comfortable anyway and then like as soon as i i clocked those people it was like being in a spy movie when like two people start moving yeah ends of the room towards you yeah and i clocked them oh coming over and i was just like it was just that thing where it made me feel like i was stealing from them but i really yeah, didn't want yeah. to I could not be bothered to steal their wine or their tap water i mean the funniest thing about it was the only reason I was still there was because I was getting tap water, which like that's like what alerted the authorities apparently to my presence. Um, I'm wondering if you were dressed the same as the other people, or were you dressed differently? I don't think it was that. I think they realized that the other people who were with us mm -hmm. they clocked them, and then I oh my God. To be the one you know like when a the representative it, it's like snout in the trough yeah that's what yeah. i felt like <laughs> so they were like butcher that so <laughs> i was like i said and then barbecue her gentlemen i do not want to be here i am out and i ran out the door you just said i'm vegan 
Yeah, I said, do you have any vegan options? <laughs> and that's what alerted them to kick you, me out. What do you think is more obnoxious, you saying you're vegan or me doing saying I do jujitsu? Wait, in what, like in what setting? Just in a social setting, like when you're chatting with someone. Uh, I wouldn't say I was vegan unless it came up in conversation. Yeah, but what if there was food and they were like, do you want this? Yeah, and then you yeah, have to say like, I'm uh, vegan. Yeah, then I would say it. Yeah, yeah I guess it's a bit obnoxious. But... <laughs> Contrary to my other story, I'm usually quite like I'm I'm quite uh aware of where my next meal is gonna come from, if that makes sense. I'm always thinking about what's next. Always looking the for the free the free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've thought about like so, so a lot of hotels here they do like a free two drinks and like snacks from five to seven when you stay there. And okay. I always think like they don't check your that you're staying there, so you could just go and get it. So I've thought about like, oh, I could just go get it. I never have because it feels like weirdly immoral to me. And I feel like I'm so bad at acting that if I went, I would just be like furtively looking around and they would realize immediately that I wasn't supposed to be there. I wonder if you would get away with that. People do have quite a good idea of the people that are like in the coffee shop. I know if someone's come in without ordering something and I'm standing there waiting for them to order. Anyway, tell me about your weekend. Uh, Yeah. So, okay. So here I am deep in the Southern suburbs of Raleigh, North Carolina, um, staying with the Simon's uh, brother and wife and little chicken. Um, weirdly enough, without Simon. Do you know I visit his family like probably four times more than he does? <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. They are my, me, casa, me family, as su family. I have taken them for my own. I think if we ever broke up, they'd probably keep me at this point. They'd have to because I've visited them so much more. They would uh, get rid of their firstborn yeah, and, and keep you. Yeah, also I have the kid that is their kid's age, so like it's very convenient. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is a good uh, connection point for sure. Mm-hmm. But no, um, so we spent the weekend here and we went beach camping. Oh my gosh, it was wild. I've never done it before for good reason. Because yeah. all you can think about is sand, sand, sand. <laughs> I still feel sand on me. Um, but we hopped, like threw everything into the truck um and then drove over to the beach which was like two hours away and you can just get a permit and you just drive up onto the sand this is the most american thing ever and you just park there and you just set up camp right out of your truck 
So yeah, we just roll up, pull into a spot among all these other trucks. And okay, here's the rules. You're, so the pass that you buy, which is $50, okay. is from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. the next day, right? Mm-hmm. 24 hours. Um, I'm and... aware of how the, <laughs> the clocks work. Listen, for those of our listeners who don't know how to (laughs) tell time. um, And then they, but they give you all these rules. Okay, they say no tents that are enclosed. So you can have a pop-up tent, you know, the ones that are like canopies, but you can't have like a camping tent. And then... um, Sounds a bit intense. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I think I've turned you into me, like all the bad parts of me. <laughs> uh, bad part. I mean, yeah. And then, uh, and then you can have a fire, but it has to have like a fire ring around it, and you have to have a grill on it and be cooking, right? I don't really get the okay. tense thing to be no, honest. No, so this is very up. important you understand what I'm saying, okay? I really so, haven't understood much. Today. Okay, you can have a canopy, but you can't have an enclosed, like, camping tent. You can okay. have a fire, but it has to have a ring around it, and it has to have a grill on it if you want to cook on it. So you can't yeah. just, like, cook with skewers. You have to have a grill on it. Okay, and then you can stay overnight, but you can't sleep. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's the worst minute. What? So so, um, you can stay over all the way till 10 a.m. They kept saying the path is till 10 a.m. Make sure you don't sleep. What in the world? Wait a minute. Everyone must sleep, surely. Yeah, I don't know why they say this. And they say you will get a ticket if they find you sleeping. Like, they'll give you a ticket. Okay. So we just made a plan. So so we can't set up our tents we brought. We can't sleep. <laughs> but they said as long as one person's awake, you're good. It just has to be one person. So okay. What in the world? <laughs> I know, it's this strange, like, I kept saying, like, why would you give out a pass that goes overnight if you're not allowed to sleep? That's just so strange. Um, so, yeah, we built our little fire. Um, we were next to these chihuahuas. There were three chihuahuas. Oh, oh, also, you can't have dogs. So we brought Sophie, the trusty bulldog. And Something we, uh, about the chihuahuas doesn't quite add up in that. Case. I know, I know. But we brought Sophie, and when we were buying the pass, I like hid her under my legs in the back seat. Okay. But then, like, Colin, um, Simon's brother, kept chatting away, and Sophie was going like, <laughs> and <laughs> kept trying to like hop out. And I oh was like, goodness. boys, boys, make noise. So the, the little chickens were really good. They were like chatting away about random stuff really loudly and saying like, oh, why are you sighing like that <laughs> to each other? <laughs> so that. That's good. Well done, chicken. But then when we got on the beach, like there were so many dogs. <laughs> 
just out in the open. And the place we parked next to had three chihuahuas. They just barked the whole time at us, which was very annoying. But luckily they left before the night set in. Um, And I accidentally said to someone, I hate chihuahuas, but didn't keep my voice down. So I don't know if that's why they left, but it might have been. So then, yeah, so we set up our little fire um, and we didn't say stuff like that. The chihuahuas are so cute. No, they bark like their bark is so annoying. I hate it. They're like, yep. I think it's mostly the owners. I think chihuahuas can be nice. I just hate how they shiver. Maybe they're I'm cold. Sure, I'm sure they're cute. Okay, I just don't like. I just they feel so overbred to me. It's in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, I yeah I kind of agree with you. I kind of do. Um, but yeah, so set up our fire. Don't have a grill for it, but we, uh oh, we uh, roasted hot dogs over it, which was amazing. They were so best hot dogs ever. You know the when you do camping, do you the get this when you made the taste even better? Yeah, do you get this when you eat camping food where it's like the best food you've ever eaten? Yeah, because you had no, to work indeed. hard for it. Even um, if it's covered in dirt, which is... Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or sand, in our case. Okay. And then the boys were like baby sea turtles. They dug out, like, this little nest for themselves out of the sand with, like, walls all around it. Yeah. And then I blew up a, like, a camping mattress and put it in, and then they put their sleeping bags and pillows, like, in the nest. So they were in this little nest of sand... It was very cute. Um, and then I had a camping cot, so I just set that up um, and slept out under the stars. And uh, we sat around the fire chatting. I went to bed because I'm selfish. And <laughs> Colin and Krista had to stay up all night. But <laughs> there were like... There were um, cops patrolling, but they never, like, checked if we were awake. So. What, like, actual? Yeah, actual like, cops actual or cops. Like no, like, actual there. cops kept get, driving up and down. It was really annoying because they had their, like, lights on and they would slowly drive down, like, waking everyone up with their stupid lights. It was very obnoxious. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool. Sleeping, the ocean sounded like a sound machine, and except much better. <laughs> and it was really cool because it was very, there were so many stars, and I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is real right now. But then every time I like had to get out of my sleeping bag and back in, I would bring like another ton of sand into it. Because it would just stick to your feet and then go in the bottom of the sleeping bag, which is, like, horrendous. Yeah, it's... you're getting sand out of all crevices for the next... Oh. So it was really cool, but the sand, like, I just cannot... I cannot deal. And then I woke up in the morning and the sun was, like, beating down on me. <laughs> and I just lay there like a dead whale. 
my on my could have got on my little cot i just lay there like i was a dead whale and then eventually the sun forced me to go under the canopy (laughs) and uh canopy and then colin was like we had had these grand plans to spend like the day on the beach and colin was like should we just panic leave and i was like yeah let's panic leave and then we like threw everything into the truck with sand all over it and left. Oh my gosh. My <laughs> and we were just like, like Colin and Krista didn't sleep because they stayed up in case the cops would come. Who chose this place for starters? Colin, so it's his fault. So yeah, I don't well, feel bad. I feel like there needed to be a bit more research. I mean, I speak out of turn slightly since I went to the beach this weekend and it was literal mud up to your knees. What? That was the beach. Ew. Safe to say, I I got nowhere near the water or the mud. What? Why did you go there? That's didn't horrible. didn't do any research, did I? But neither did you. <laughs> Listen, at least ours was a beautiful beach. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I wasn't planning to, like, stay there. I just wanted to, um, like, take Lulu for a swim, and Fran wanted to swim as well. So that was... I did swim. You didn't swim there. No, you couldn't get to the water. It was like a mud flat all the way out. That's horrendous. the tide was out as well, because it was really far out, just mud. I did go for a swim in the morning. I like dove in and I felt so much better afterwards. And then we just panic left. But um, you know what the rest of our day looked like? So we stopped at this biscuit place. And yeah, you always do that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Because like, it was one of those like little hole in the wall places and you go in and there's nowhere to sit. And you just order at the counter and you could see them like back behind the counter, like making the dough on these big like marble countertops and just like pulling the biscuits out of the oven. And you could just see them doing like everything from scratch and you just order it and they put it in like they wrap it up and you take it out. And it's honestly one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. After the beach hot dog, I got a fried chicken biscuit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so good. Oh, yeah, my God. I can't. I don't know. I don't know about this life that you're leading. And then uh, and then we drove home and stopped at Starbucks because everyone was falling asleep when we were driving. What did you get at Starbucks? Okay, I got a shaken oat milk espresso. Wait, shaken brown sugar oat milk espresso. Guess how much it cost? $5.50. Look, it does sound like a lot of fun, your trip, but I don't know, I think. (laughs) All of this sleeping outside, I find camping quite frightening because you leave the comfort of your house, which you've always told these walls are here to protect you and you just go out and sleep somewhere completely exposed. Yeah. I was just on a cot, like on the beach. There was like nothing around me at all. I was just there. (laughs) 
Um, well, you know what made it better is that Simon's brother is literally a special forces Green Beret. So, or he I'm just retired, but more scary. <laughs> Kids, it's always the ones you know. <laughs> it is always I'm the sure, ones you know. <laughs> I'm sure they are very lovely. I they are lovely. To offend. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to tell you. So in the middle of the night, suddenly I hear Colin yelling, oh my God, Krista, oh my God. And I wake up and I look at the sky. You, you're going to laugh at me. This is mad. We saw a UFO. I knew you were going to laugh. Oh, God. God damn it. There's this. Okay. Tell me more. I'm, the best way I can describe it is a sparkly, like, piece of scotch tape stuck onto the sky. Like, it's a line, a thick line of light. And it wasn't moving down like a shooting star, which I also saw a shooting star. And they go really quick down and then they stop. It was moving, but really slowly. And it was just there. And it looked like a tail of light from a comet, but it was just staying there. And it was massive in the sky. And then it was there for like over a minute and it slowly faded out. It's really weird. I've never seen anything like it. That's the thing with camping. There's always a moment where you think I could perish. We're all going to die. Even yeah. if you're in like an actual campsite. When we, when I went camping last time, there was these foxes yipping away. And it just oh sounded my gosh. so otherworldly. You just thought like, is this? Is this, is this the, the end? Is this the same place as the internet? And white <laughs> noise machines? Or are we all going to... Like, go back and there'll be nothing left. No, I mean, that sounds like a UFO. It was. I mean, it wasn't explainable. Exactly. Well, yeah, like a UFO is just unidentified flying objects. So, yeah. I mean, I think Colin thought maybe it was like a line of satellites all together, but I don't think that happens. I could be wrong. I don't know. It was very Um, strange. I was thinking, yeah, I don't know what that could be. It does sound interesting. We have this thing in London where sometimes there's a, if there's a rave or a, yeah, like a concert, uh-huh. uh, strobe the lasers, I guess. Yeah. Project onto the sky. Oh. Um, and you look, if you, if the cloud cover is right, it looks really strange. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool if you know what it is, but if you don't, you're like, what? Like, yeah, aliens yeah. coming down at this point. Um, oh my gosh. Because it's just these bulbs of light kind of flitting around the sky. Oh my goodness. Yeah, anyway. But when we know. were kids um, on the commune, we had this ceremony where we let out like 500 paper lanterns. This is in England. And they do you not do you remember this or not? You were quite young. Kind of. I was very young though. Yeah, so like on the commune we let out five hundred paper lanterns with the little air balloon thing, like they float away. Yeah. And 
Then the next day in the newspaper, there was like this whole article about how all these residents of the village next to us had seen these lights flying in the shape of a fish (laughs) and how it was like unexplainable and a UFO. And we were just sitting there laughing to ourselves like we tricked them. But if you actually think of it from their perspective, like this weird, like commune next to you sends these like fish lights out into the sky. Literal fire to burn the neighborhood down yeah yeah i mean it's still quite weird isn't it actually because we were laughing like haha look at these fools and actually it's like no we were the strange ones what do you think about um for example balloons and those those things you were just describing they feel like they're quite taboo now do you find that as well yeah because they like pollute yeah so whenever people make an Instagram post about balloons or, I mean, I do agree, but I also think it's gone from everyone celebrating with balloons to suddenly within about a year yeah. being completely illegal. To, But I do think that fire balloon thing is next level stupid because you're, you're putting you, fire into the air. Well, maybe like, we don't know. It might have been like a really wet week or something where it wasn't a concern. But I don't know. Can you probably... imagine if your house, not your, if if a house, touch wood, got burned down because of that, I would be well pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, you know, all I have to say about that trend is like, shout out to the people who ruined plastic straws. Now we have to drink out of these like paper straws that fall apart when they're in your drink. Do you want me to take that out or do you want to stand? No, leave it in. I'm standing by. You know what? Okay. I don't want sea turtles with straws in their noses. Okay. I don't want any pollution in the ocean. I'm I don't even want where you said the plastic straws. So, I mean, you can keep talking, but no, don't take it out. Leave it in. I'll be controversial. Listen, I don't even like straws. Just don't put a straw in my drink. Does James Bond drink through a straw? If you are a true badass, you will never drink through a straw. However, however. There is so much more pollution to worry about than plastic straws. Like, if we're going to get hyperactive about this, right, why are we using disposable plastic cups with paper straws? Those cups are so much more plastic than a little straw is. I'm just saying, let's not pick and choose what we're concerned about. Let's be concerned about everything (laughs) if we're going to be concerned (laughs) Um, yes and no. Yes and no. What's the no? Yes and no, because you have to start somewhere. I I don't know. The plastics are obviously a massive issue. Yeah, um, obviously. Uh, Seeing as none of the straws at the coffee shop. How do you, is there a way to clean those really well? Like, do you put a little brush through it? <laughs> yes, we put... A long brush through it multiple okay. times. Then That's we dishwash cool. it. 
Okay, okay. Then we do what I've coined the sailor look, where you look down at oh. out the window, like you're looking out to sea, to like make the sure. stars and telescope. And you have to do that before every single order. Wow, that sounds like a lot of work. Yes, but you know why I'm quite persnickety about that is because I went to a restaurant oh. uh, and ordered a cocktail and s- took my first slurp and literally got someone else's oh. cottage cheese. Someone else's cottage cheese in my mouth. Not theirs, but like that a is rotten so cocktail. disgusting. That is so grim. Oh my god. They're so cute. Um, But no, Vegbox. So my friend gets Vegbox, right? And she, every week, she brings me what she doesn't want. So now I get free Vegbox veggies delivered right to my door. Isn't that nice? I've been getting some weird ones. Have you ever had those uh, garlic? What are they called? Like you know the weird curly, like green um, stem, and it's like the whole thing tastes like garlic. And you cut it up. Flour. No, it's like a different type of garlic. Like that's not in a bulb, but it's in a stem, a green stem. Okay. And you like chop up. Okay. Yeah, you chop up the green stuff and it tastes exactly like garlic. So it's a lot easier to deal with actually than a garlic bulb because you just chop it quick. You don't have to like peel it or anything. Um, How much does their veg box cost over there? I think she said it was like 300 a month or something. And how often does she get veg? (laughs) Once a week. And it's a lot of veg. She can't eat it all, so she gives it to me. $300 a month. I think so. Uh, <laughs> I I get veg for two. Uh-huh. For uh, 60 pounds, less than 60 pounds a month. Oh, my God. That's so cheap. As well. I don't Everything in England is cheaper. Not houses, my dear. <laughs> Not accommodation. Anyway, uh, we have a question today. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, but should I tell you about the suburbs or no? Literally everything you've said is about the suburbs. <laughs> uh, we can keep the question for next week if you want to tell me about the suburbs. I'm very interested to hear. I just want to tell you a quick story about it. So, like... Where they live is like, you know, these massive houses, but all really close together. And they're all very pretty with nice, like, manicured lawns and garden. They all compete to, like, have the best lawn. It's, like, literally like a movie, okay, where where it shows the suburbs in America. Um, And, like, last night, for instance, we walked down to this Mexican restaurant um, to have tacos and on our way back we bumped into like 30 people that they knew and they were all out like watering their lawns with sprinklers and like <laughs> drinking on the porch and 
we just had to stop and talk to all of them. It took us like two hours to get back. What should have been a 15 minute walk. Um, and yeah, and it was like, everyone was like, oh, love this garden. Like, love what you're doing with that grass. Wow, your grass looks so good. Oh my God, I love your new white picket fence. Like, I'm not making up any of this. This is like legitimately how it is. That is, yeah, okay. And then they're like, hey, Scott, don't spray us with your sprinkler. Like, just stuff like that. It's wild. It is wild. And then... um and then we hear like this little gossip story from Scott, who's their like friend, who's their neighbor. Yeah. And he just like, they live like 10 houses down. You just walk to each other's house. Um, and he was like, so, so-and-so wait, 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 was wait. mad. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. So-and-so in house number four. Yeah. Walked over my lawn. No, wait. <laughs> Let their tree grow. No, it's not complaining. It's about like oh, their. Okay. So yeah. all the neighbors have to be friends, right? Because there's yeah. no like avoiding each other. Okay. Um. So so and so from across the street was mad at so and so who lives next to me, and so let's call them like John and Dave. So John was mad at Dave. Dave. Um, was over at my house drinking and John came over and started mowing the lawn, mowing my lawn. And then Dave, then Dave was like sitting there drinking. And then eventually John like walked up onto the porch once he was done mowing my lawn and Dave left off the other side of the porch cause they were mad at each other. Um, and I was just like, I don't want to be caught between this drama, John and Dave. Like, this is too much. And John and Dave used to be friends. But the reason they're not friends anymore is because um, John's wife was hanging out with Dave and Dave's dog. And Dave's dog jumped up and scratched John's wife. And John pushed the dog away. And then J- Dave said, don't hit my dog. And now they hate each other. Yes, that is the content we need for the podcast. Uh, collecting more of that. And then That's Scott content. is caught in the middle and he doesn't know what to do. Because both John and Dave are his friends. <laughs> and it was very deliberate that John made Scott's lawn while Dave was there. <laughs> There is way too much. You need to say, why in the world did your dogs scratch my wife? Yeah, and why did he get mad when, like, Dave was just protecting his wife from the dog? Like, don't get mad at him. Oh, my word. This is where, like, the niceness is too much. You need to just be like... But that is the problem with living so close. Yeah. Because you got to stay friends, especially if you own the house. Here, if well, you now they're, yeah, you can, you can move, just move but... out. Yeah. Well, now there's this massive rivalry that Scott's stuck in the middle of. <laughs> and they I won't resolve Scott. it. Sell up, find a new neighborhood, <laughs> move away. 
It's the only oh way. Oh my god. It, the drama here is unparalleled. I love it. That's why I come here so much. I just love being like drama adjacent because it's so funny to watch. Watch it go down. It's like next level. Have you watched the that TV thing called You? Oh, I started watching it. Oh, no, I didn't watch that. No, I didn't. But I've seen, like, the previews for it. It looks... All right. At one point, he lives in a neighborhood, like, that sounds like that. And it's... uh, Yeah. It's so good, because he's always doing something nefarious, and then the neighbors will come around with, like, a casserole. (laughs) And he's just having to be, like... With, like his hands are all bloody and he'll just hide them behind his back. Oh, oh my god. That is so while he's bad. like burying a body. I will tell you though, the amount of alcohol consumption that goes down in this type of neighborhood is unparalleled. Like it you would think like these are like the nice suburbs. These people are getting drunk every night. Yeah, I mean, when I lived in Florida, it sounds quite similar. The neighbors, the neighborhoods were very uh, on top of each other. Like you would live, I mean, you had to kind of communicate with your neighbors just for, because you saw them all the time. Yeah, yeah. And they sit on their porch and like wait for you to walk by. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. that keeps going through my mind and it's more for others than for myself is don't look a gift horse in the mouth (laughs) now explain the origins of that saying because everyone gets confused by what it actually means uh it's because when you check how old a horse is you look in their mouth at their teeth um but that's what they used to do in the olden days now they yeah. just take a like biopsy, I guess, and check the DNA, the genetics of it, if they want to know how old it is. Um, but yeah, so you, you just pulled that out of your ass. No, I pulled it out of a horse's ass. Um, <laughs> DNA sample coming up. Uh, yeah, so if someone gives you a horse, don't look in the like don't look in its mouth cuz none of your business how old it is if someone's already given you a horse, right? Yeah. You just got to say thank you and move on. You um, can always send it to the knacker if you need to. Exactly. For the price. Oh, I didn't too. I thought you'd be mad by me saying that. Well, I mean, it's not very <laughs> To be fair, you do have a dog that eats knacker meat, probably. Perhaps. Um, But the reason I keep thinking about this is, well, two things. And actually, I do need your comment on this one. Okay. There's a certain amount. Have no fear. (laughs) (laughs) I did not fear. Um. I've felt like sometimes when I feel like I'm being kinder, I also feel like more advantage gets taken of my of me. 
And I'm not saying mm-hmm. woe is me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there needs to be this. Where, like, how do you find it? Because I find people think I'm weak if I'm kind, whereas I think kindness is quite important as a like characteristic. And I'm not like, I'm not always kind, but I'm just saying in general, I think we shouldn't take advantage of kind people. <laughs> I will just say, have one thing to say. If you give kindness to the wrong people, they'll take advantage of you. Uh, okay. So you think, give it. Yeah. Right. You pick and choose. Yeah. You okay. pick and choose. Yeah. But it's also the case that people who complain often get like better treatment just because people want to avoid drama. Yeah, definitely. But I think we should more and more reward people for being kind because sometimes it feels quite unusual to meet like a kind person. Well, it does in London. It can be a drastic situation here. (laughs) Um, no, we have lots of, like, I meet a lot of people at the coffee shop and loads of them are super nice, but it's, um, it's those one, those bad ones that stick out. It's the 1%. Anyway, that's my wisdom for this week. And I think I'm going to take that on board as well. Do not look a gift horse in the mouth. So very good. I like Try and re or what pay it forward as the Americans like to say. Yeah, pay it forward. Pay it forward. Rather than just assuming that it's for you or like assuming that uh, I've lost my train of thought, but basically like... (laughs) Train left, it is gone. Boop, boop. All right, you go, Kez. Oh, Lord. Um, Okay, my word of wisdom is if you... Go camping on the beach. Be prepared to have sand and everything. And also, um, be prepared to spend as much time as you did camping cleaning up. Because otherwise you'll be greatly disappointed. And also leave time for a nap the next day. I took a four-hour nap yesterday when we got back. (laughs) I don't think you can call that a nap. Okay, just leave time to actually sleep when you get back. Yeah. Um, yeah that's a good one. Enjoy. No, but really, though, it's 100% worth the memories. Sometimes the memories and the anticipation are better than the actual thing, which is good. Like, But that's cool because, like, once you remember it, right, like, you don't remember all the, like, being hot with bugs biting you. You remember waking up and thinking you were going to die because you were being bombed and it was the end. So what I have to say about that. Dear listener, there is a button that allows you to fast. You either fast forward or listen to this. And that's all I have to say about Vietnam. Okay. Uh, no, no, but enjoy the enjoy exploring new things because it's always worth it. Like you learn something, even if it doesn't work out exactly how you planned, 
you'll always learn, you'll always grow as a person, and you'll always appreciate what you have more. And that is my word of wisdom. Or Kez says, as Greg says. Love to hear it. All right, everyone, have a good <laughs> week. Ciao, Enjoy ciao. and move to the suburbs. Ciao, ciao. Enjoy some suburbia. Ciao, suburbia. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.